Hello, this is Raul Ramirez of the Catch Wrestling Alliance, where we help you elevate your grappling, and together we keep real wrestling alive. Thank you for watching or listening. Uh, we should be available on you know all the different podcast uh, like apps and all the different streaming locations. Um, so thank you very much again. Uh, if you would like to help us out at all, you can uh, subscribe to our YouTube channel or even become a member there. We have more and more videos up there. Or if you want to learn the real thing, feel free to go ahead and join our CWA Academy on our website. Also, too, we're always in Los Angeles. Uh, we train at Fight Science MMA in Mid-City. So feel free to uh, come in. You don't have to join the gym to take our class. Uh, but say if you like the gym, because they offer all like a wide variety of classes, uh, if you want to become an MMA fighter, then you can train there. We have more and more champs who are training there, uh, people in UFC, and it seems like a lot of up-and-comers who will probably be in UFC uh, coming up because they're winning all these, uh, all like the state championships and whatnot in uh, in uh, the amateur MMA circuits. So anyway, you're always welcome. I just wanted to get all that stuff out of the way. Uh, but let's go ahead and get into the subject because I thought this was something really interesting that came up with one of the CWA Academy students, Greg. Uh, you've seen him uh, compete in our events. He, uh, we also did an interview with him, how he's making the CWA Academy online learning work for him in Alaska. Uh, but like the, the it's not necessarily we're that's that's another that's another subject, right? So what we're talking about today is this position that's commonly referred to as referee's position, right, in wrestling, or sometimes you call it ref or defense position, right? Uh, in jujitsu, it's just called turtle. But what we what are we seeing in like the in like it's actually not even really too mainstream in the grappling community. In the grappling community, you'll probably see every once in a while, like you'll see kind of like this outlier. Uh, article where it's like so, such and such a jujitsu person got like won a tournament and got like all these submissions from turtle and everyone's like whoa you know you never want to give your back or you'll hear some people talk about like like um uh, in, in a jujitsu class where it's like the only thing that can take your back is the mat right so there is still this whole idea uh that a turtle or turning your back towards someone is like the a sin in uh, jujitsu. So uh, that's why you're only seeing like the outlier, like the ever, like the rare uh, practitioner uh, using these types of or using turtle in an offensive way, not like a purely defensive way. A lot of times when you're just getting like dominated and in, in nogi then yeah you'll probably see someone turtle up it's like their last line of defense but it's not necessarily the most aggressive uh like like way of using it right they're just kind of um you know like just just trying to survive right trying to survive the onslaught All right so let's go ahead and give um uh like actually i want to just read the quote from greg as to like why he thinks uh, you, you, you don't really see more of it. All right. So he was saying, like, 
if the fear of being pinned doesn't okay let me get closer to the the microphone here so so you hear it clearly right so if the fear of being pinned doesn't exist this you couldn't make this work that's the problem with the jujitsu and why they can't seem to adopt it right so i think there's kind of like just this clash of uh philosophy right so there so we see here that especially those of you who even did like amateur wrestling right you'll know that there's so much you can do from that defensive position right and actually um what are we seeing in mma nowadays we're seeing a lot of people standing back up like once they get taken down they use uh like say if they get taken down onto their back right they're they they don't rem they don't allow themselves to remain pinned, right? They'll push the person, they'll kind of bridge, the hip heist, uh, start and then start working their way up to standing. That's uh, what we're starting to see more and more, right? So we we know that it works, right? We know that it works in all kinds of scenarios, and a lot of people really love the or like they they really use. MMA as like the measuring stick, like, oh, is this going to work or not or whatever? Um, yeah, going to turtle and then standing back up, it works. More and more MMA people are adopting that scenario instead of just holding someone down on top of you, uh, trying to prevent them from uh, knocking you out using ground and pound. So we know that it works, but we're not seeing it being adopted so much uh, in like mainstream jujitsu. It's still like the random outlier who who might make a video here and there or who might win a tournament here or there that is like intentionally trying to show the effectiveness of that position of turtle. Um, so uh, that's what we're seeing, right? But it's such an effective position that I guess that must mean that at least for wrestling practitioners or catch wrestling practitioners, you can still have an advantage when you go into not necessarily um, your regular IBJJF tournaments where say giving your back, you might, um, you might lose points or you might give points to someone else, but like sub only tournaments, it'll, it'll probably give you an advantage to know how to, use wrestling right so giving your back to someone uh how to use that position to counter uh use that to and end up like like passing someone's guard even like because even if you allow them to uh get a hook in or even get both hooks in if you're face down you know you can you can sit through uh, you know even there's a, a common old uh, catch wrestling catch wrestling also just regular wrestling uh, counter where it's like if someone gets a hook in you can sit to one hip basically pins their hip down to the mat then you can nelson them so you reach around their head hold that in place and then you turn your body back so that your uh, chest is face down again and you basically ended up in half guard uh, you can but in so in wrestling uh, a half guard position is actually considered um or it's actually seen from the 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 top wrestler's perspective and it's commonly called the turk right so if you have your, the one leg in 
you can use that leg that they've wrapped around, like the, you, their half guard leg, right? That's uh, that's hooked around your leg, and you can use that to elevate the person. So you can roll them onto their back, right? So you get that pin, you can get that leverage, you can keep them in the position, right? So you can uh, more effectively pass their guard or uh, get them flat on the on their back and then work to pass the guard or work on uh, setting up your like your double wrist lock or any other type of submission hole or even like a, uh, any kind of like knee bar or whatever, depending on whatever the rules are for your competition, you can set it up by thinking of like the whole wrestling aspect of the turtle position. It's not just like a defensive uh, position. So that's kind of one of the, the ideas that we're trying to kind of show that uh, because because of the pin in wrestling, that that's how it developed, right? In wrestling and catch wrestling, uh, but that's why it's not necessarily uh, catching on or so common in jujitsu, right? So uh, feel free to comment or uh, you know give give us your two cents. Totally fine at any time if you're watching live uh, on Twitch or on YouTube. Uh, feel free to chime in because. Uh, basically, this would be something that you really don't see. And because I've been in like all kinds of jujitsu studios for years and years, and like it's so rare that it's yeah. So it's not really taught. You'll see all these different types of uh, kind of like chest to chest type positions where you know you'll still be facing the person, but um, maybe they'll kind of go to their side, like especially in schools that are, um, I, I call them like IBJJF schools where they're, they they want to do IBJJF competition. So um, turning your back, again, you'll give up points, but if you kind of turn to your side, uh, you haven't given up your back completely. You haven't, you haven't allowed them to pass your guard completely. So they'll get to these types of positions and then they'll try to put you into their guard. So uh, they almost in a way like lost that opportunity uh because they they would get penalized right in the point system so i think that's another reason why you don't see like a wider adoption but if you know if and when like submission only competitions become more prevalent uh, you you know you probably see some some people adopting it more but i think overall like even in MMA, it's like even though they are kind of giving their back in order to stand back up, um, I think overall the the main philosophy of don't give your back still uh, is dominant in other aspects of MMA. Like if someone can keep you down and they're on your back, then a lot of people believe that like that's the the beginning of the end. But it's not. There's so many cool things you can do. You can you know, uh, like I, I mentioned earlier, you can. Uh, sit to one hip. You can kind of uh, also set up your counter double wrist locks. You can set up all kinds of counters that um, I think we've showed, you know, on our YouTube channel so many times over the years. There's so many things you can do. Uh, they have a lot of moves. We call it the far elbow in the United States. I think it's often called uh, like a, even like the fat man roll or variations of the Peterson roll. Um, all kinds of things you can be doing right and you can even uh 
role and like say the Gramby, you can do these Gramby rolls and counters. There's so many really, really great things that can be done from that position. Um, so it's, I, I think people who are catch wrestling practitioners or even amateur wrestling practitioners, like don't lose that aspect, right? You don't want to necessarily um, like just convert completely like completely to jujitsu if if say you live in an area because this this happens where it's like you you went through high school maybe college doing wrestling and then now you graduated and you're looking for um something to do so you you join the local jujitsu gym and then you start working on uh you know doing everything from your back right and then you trend you totally give up the whole notion of the pin and and um you like giving or like you stop trying to fight off your back or trying to fight to get off of your back um so like over time you like you can just completely convert right to uh having a jujitsu mindset but uh, i'd say if you already have that wrestling aspect going like you you don't want to completely erase it from your your skill set all right it's something you definitely want to keep right uh, and I would say then, if you want to keep it, then try to do like you know, like say our catch wrestling competitions, or I would say even try to do uh, submission only, because you can then still kind of keep your your catch wrestling intact, and you know you you wouldn't be penalized by any kind of point system. So something to think about. Definitely wanted to kind of. Uh, share these thoughts where it's like you can like you can consider this turtle position or referee's position as a real asset right especially since it's still not adopted by the mainstream and i doubt that it will really ever be adopted at least for any time soon uh, so people who are doing amateur wrestling but especially if you're doing catch wrestling this can be your way of uh getting someone or getting the advantage over someone why do i say that because like um even when i'm i'm like grappling at a jujitsu school or whatever uh just think like if someone gets their hooks in and then in jujitsu they'll want to get that seatbelt position like say like so one arm under your armpit the other arm around uh, the side of your neck they really commit to that because they believe that it's the beginning of the end. They believe that a choke is imminent. Maybe that if the choke isn't imminent, maybe they can switch to uh, some type of like uh, arm bar or some other kind of thing that they can transition to. But they believe that they are like just a few steps away from getting a submission victory. But it's not true right it's not completely true especially if you know how to fight from you know from that position right from turtle or referee's position uh, so you can quite often use that like you can use their commitment to your advantage you can control their arm their wrists you can um you know you kind of like i were talking about like there's so many different Things that you can do, sit them to one hip. You can go for the ankle locks uh, from the closed guard. Um, if they try to 
bring their arm or their leg over your arm to cover your arm for them it's like you've lost control of one arm but it's not true you can use that to uh, lower yourself down their their back which makes it much more difficult for them to choke you and you can you know swim your arm forward so you basically push their leg up and you end up kind of going out the back door and then now you're on top of them and so then now they have to deal with uh you on top of them and you can set up all kinds of you know you're, it's to totally easy to set up your guard passes or um uh you know any kind of counter submission hold uh it, it's it's all really there for you it's just that it's 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 in like these other systems so it's in catch wrestling uh some fundamental impressions of it are in amateur wrestling uh, so uh, it's there for you to learn right so it's up to you and then it's up to you to get used to that like say if you come from a jujitsu uh like background you might feel weird at first same thing like say even for me uh say if i were to um, try to adopt some kind of um like like guard thing then ultimately i feel weird because i feel like it's i have much less leverage if i'm on my back trying to like like bear like push someone's weight off of me you know it is it's really not not great physics right so uh i i just bail and go to turtle instead or like referee's position and then i find it's so much easier to counter then um so you know think about it something to think about right said so before uh uh before christmas comes right we're Everyone's gonna, everyone's like uh, gonna take time off. It seems right because uh, like, what do we have right now? This weekend we have like the IBJJF uh, Nogi World Competition. I have a bunch of friends who are uh, competing, and I hope everyone does well. Uh, but we'll see what kind of like you will see a lot of the highlights, and you will see. So like, knowing what you know now after our conversation, you'll probably see a lot of people who maybe should have gone to Turtle, right? uh that you know like that they ended up in a worse position for not doing that um yeah i'm already seeing some now it's like so the black so right today's thursday like i think uh, purple belts have gone so like over the weekend you know we'll start seeing more and more of the black belt competition we'll see how it goes we'll see how it, um and so besides that i think not only are you going to notice like people not really using the turtle in an active way to counter uh you'll probably also not see too much risk control a lot of the highlights uh show that where it's like the lack of risk control just allows someone else to just like uh like throw you around or set up their submission so uh you know keep an eye out for these things and see how you can improve your grappling game by incorporating these things like a more active turtle position using your different counters or maybe even uh, more risk control so that you can stop someone from just like having their way with you right setting you allow them to set up their their chokes their arm bars their triangle chokes if you allow them to control you and you don't control them first right so you can really minimize a bad situation even just by getting risk control so um stuff to think about you feel free to ask any questions at any time 
you uh, appreciate what we do, go ahead and give us a subscribe on YouTube, or you can become a channel member, or if you want to learn the real thing. Uh, and if you're in Los Angeles, we're at Fight Science MMA. Uh, you can also become a student on our CWA Academy. We, I think um, we left up the the our uh, Black Friday sales, so we'll probably just leave it up for the entire month of December, just because it's uh, the holidays. So you know, get yourself something. All right. So we have a bunch of discounts on our uh, our website, catrosingalliance.com. Uh, just look up the the link that says Black Friday. We have a bunch of our courses there that uh, are on sale. Uh, so I hope everyone has a great, great couple weeks. Uh, hopefully you still train. Uh, I think we'll still do, we'll still try to do some live streams and stuff. And we've got a bunch of videos coming out. Uh, so we're going to continue that series of like the, the five fundamental things about cat dressing that you must know. So hopefully we can get the next video out tomorrow, Friday. So, uh, make sure you watch it. Feel free to ask any questions. Actually, your questions have been much appreciated. And we want to clarify, like, yeah, basically, basically we just want to respond uh, to your questions and uh, even hopefully give you a better understanding of, like, catch wrestling philosophy and, uh, like, all the different aspects, right? How you approach your match, how you approach uh, the different common positions and stuff that would be shared between all the different grappling sports. So, uh, you know, keep the questions coming. We really appreciate it. All right. So hopefully we helped you elevate your grappling because together we're keeping real wrestling alive.